We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Icons of the Water World here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your GM for the day, Jason, and with me as usual is Mike, today playing Everlast. Hello. Curtis playing Emudon. Taylor playing Slapshot. Howdy, howdy. Anna playing the Architect. And Zach playing Wolf Witch. Alright, who remembers where we uh, finished up last time? Uh, we bounced out of the Headsman's little secret compound slash skyscraper fortress. And back in the Wolf Witch's basement where Sean now possessed by something, was reading one of her tomes. Seth. Seth. Yeah, it's kind of lame being possessed by someone named Seth. I know, it's somebody named Seth who's possessed. Oh, kind of deserves it. <laughs> he didn't name himself that. He chose to keep it. <laughs> So yes, you're at the basement of whatever Wolf Witch's, Wolf Witch's magic shop is called. Did you ever come up with a name for that, Zach? Oh, the Trishik's <clears throat> Occult and Occult Supply and Bookstore. Mm. That's right. You have the racks of Harry Potter wands at the very front, and it gets gradually more real the further back into the story you get. Harry Potter's real. <laughs> it's as real as wrestling, buddy. It's as real as wrestling. Which means it's super real. Harry Potter was a ripoff and DC Comics should have sued that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Poor, poor books of magic. <clears throat> Alright. So yes, as you checked out your basement, Seth was, or as you teleported into your basement, uh, Seth was standing there with golden green eyes flipping through one of your tones. Put down the book and get out of the boy. Who or whatever you are, I am in no mood to deal with you. Not exactly the introduction I was expecting. He, shuts, he does shut the book and, and sets it back on the shelf. This is a fake, by the way. Wait, what? It's a fake. I paid $1,200 for that. Son of a... I look at him, you couldn't tell? Oh, it's old, but it's an old fraud. <sighs> well, there's $1,200 down the drain. Oh, well. But, as I was saying... Get out of the boy. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I was looking for his name, but I forgot to write down on this computer. You're fine. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm afraid I can't exactly get out of the boy. 
as I kind of am. What? Elaborate. It's been a very long day. It's a reincarnation of sorts. Oh, one of these situations. Lovely. Don't worry, I'm not here to put, I'm not here to control him indefinitely. More to advise him. I've simply took the driver's seat. Is that the proper use of that uh, phrase? Uh, momentarily to figure out a little bit about the modern day, I decided to come see the his place of employment. And, and you of, decide and to break into my basement to do this. The artifact that awoke him was stored down here. I decided to see if you had anything else dangerous that perhaps you were not capable of properly protecting. I am more than capable of taking care of any uh, any of these artifacts. A special the artifact is highly amused. Well, Spirit Ivan. I, um, Everlast has a question for the Spirit whenever she gets an opportunity. She senses an opportunity to interject. She's young. I can totally see her just holding up her hand. <laughs> uh, oh, Spirit, do you, uh, do you by any chance have the have uh, your host permission to manifest? Because that's it's kind of a deal from from what I've studied. Um, but he was asleep, so he's fine. Hmm. Has he has he undergone any kind of preparation or ritual to, to handle this? Well, no, because uh, like I said, it's reincarnation, so I was kind of always here, simply not awake. Okay. That actually sounds kind of more like a possession thing than a reincarnation thing. Clearly, only because you don't understand how these things work. Yeah, it's kind. Of, uh, honestly, it's kind of uh, my situation too. So that's why I was asking if if. Uh, uh, what's what's your employee's name? Seth, was it? Yes, he's a very good boy. Works for cheap. Well, I hope, I hope he's uh, been trained to to be able to to handle the uh, the accommodation, as it were. Because it's, it's like a, it's a serious thing. I had to like undergo all kinds of mental rigorous preparations for that. Well, yeah. no, he's just a. Just a literature major. It's... He answered a he answered a want ad. I never expected this. She waves her hand at the thing that is set. Oh, is that what he told you? Huh. So, so, who are we talking to? I mean, who is set the reincarnation of Sathagiva? Ah. <laughs> uh... And that is the problem. I've got. I had something laying around here with his name on it because uh, it's this long. But I don't know what I did with it. And it's one of the things that I did not realize it was missing until just now, and I was going to reach for it. Uh, Nathaniel Naradrum. No, no, that I can always remember. Robert Tecumseh Longskewer. Napoleon. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. 
Napoleon Bonaparte. He's too Napoleon. Alright. <laughs> Should have been practicing this name. Oh, he tells you his name is Amamon. Or A M M O N. I guess you'd pronounce it Amamon. Mayethotep. It has a distinctively yeah. Egyptian ring to it. Does this name ring any bells? Particularly Deverless. Uh, both of you can give me intelligence rolls for sure, and if you've got a specialty that you think would uh, help, like a, a history or a culture or what have you. Uh, or a I can. Uh, a cult would work. I've got a cult. I could also tag uh, one of my uh, qualities to uh, for uh, extra. What's it? Um, so I can make an occultist roll. Uh, wait, how many? Oh, I only have one determination. Maybe not. Oh, it's fine. Use it now. I'm sorry? I said it's fine. Use it now. Okay. All right, so I'll, I'll take a plus two on this, and uh, let me type it in directly. Oh, you've got a 13. Well, let's see. If I may know something different. Uh, slash roll... 1d6 plus intelligence is four, one for the occult, and then two more for what I just, for tagging my call, my, uh... Which quality we'll say, are you tagging? Uh, uh, let's go with, uh, hmm, Warrior Reborn, because, uh, okay. you know, since the warrior in particular is the ancient Egyptian champion. Hey, I wrote exactly the same number. <laughs> All right. Let's see, Wolf Witch. Uh, from studying some Egyptian culture, just kind of in your occult studies, and just the random, you know, uh, fiddle, magical fiddle-faddle you've picked up over time. Mm, fiddle-faddle. <laughs> Amon, I guess that's how you're probably supposed to say it. Uh, you know his name would basically translate as uh, his first name would translate as the hidden one, but his last name is the is piece of Mott. Uh, Mott being one of the Egyptian deities. Yes, the deity that represents uh, the order of the universe. It's a very uh, it's very auspicious indeed. You know, and balance, and it's her feather that uh, you're heart is weighed against you know in judgment and all that jazz so that's pieces and learn piece right 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 oh, okay not like you know take not, a piece a, of not like you lopped off her pinky finger <laughs> you never know well, that's true some of the egyptian guys did get lopped up in pieces yeah like uh the, yeah like my my nemesis i thought it was no Osiris. i'm sorry yeah it was Osiris. you're right that's correct that's correct. So there was one piece they never found. And guess which one that is? Supposedly it was lost in the in the Nile. That's why the Nile is so far. Oh. At that was the one, piece I was going to guess. At least, <laughs> at least in one version of it that I read. Everlast. You don't... 
you don't know the translation of the name or anything. Mm-hmm. Though if you sat there and puzzled that, you could probably figure it out, uh, given your background. But it reminds you of something you read in uh, your order's histories. Uh, that name rings a bell. They have it recorded as the... Uh, you're pretty sure that was the name of the last living priest of Mott. Uh, it's been quite some time ago... Um, probably pre-Crusades or Crusade-ish era. He was not a member of the order particularly, but he was listed as an ally of theirs. Oh, excellent. You know, they didn't. They didn't necessarily serve the exact same deities, but. You know, both of them serve kind of the uh, pantheon as a whole, or whatever. Yeah, if you talk about the um, the paradigms of order, I'm, I haven't really settled on whether they're exclusively Egyptian. I was I was oh, thinking okay. uh, just for funsies, and probably wouldn't necessarily. Okay. As as long as that fits uh, whatever you have envisioned for for the world background. Oh no, no, that's fine. I can go either way, though. It's just my default understanding. It can be, it can be an interfaith order. I mean, they're pretty much all dead now, so you know, it's, not, it's not that big a deal in the modern modern portion of the city. But, uh... You guys anyway. realized you summoned my cat with all this Egyptian stuff. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Cats used, to be, cats used to be worshipped in ancient Egypt. Some things never, some things never change. I, I have two cats myself, so. Actually, because my animals all have a name that's a mouthful. Her, her full name is like Stormageddon, Kitkem, Umar, Pfeiffer, because <laughs> I had some Catwoman reference or <laughs> tributes. Why not name cats something you can't tell people? <laughs> you know, you know, the earliest recorded name for a cat was Egyptian. Makes sense. That's not surprising. And it meant something along the lines of sweet or pleasant. So basically, ancient Egyptians were naming their cats sweetie. (laughs) That's precious. Anyway, back on, back on, back on. Yes. So, um, yeah, I guess I, um, yeah, Everlast would uh, kind of like chime in uh, just to acknowledge uh, uh, the spirit's um, uh, devotion to uh, maintaining uh, the cosmic order, uh, just so my teammates get a sense that this isn't necessarily uh, automatically a evil avatar of destruction. Although, certainly not a respecter of uh, property rates. I took nothing. I assumed the library was for reading. <laughs> it's not a library. It's a private study slash armory. And if you didn't take anything, then where did the onk go? And beamed my poor, underpaid assistant in the head a few weeks ago. He reaches up and kind of pulls his shirt down, and he's wearing it on chain. Give it back. Uh, no. I'm afraid the onk was mine long before it was yours. And then you die. Well, you're dead now! Give it back! And my memories were contained in it. 
Well, to be fair, I mean, he, you know, this this gets into the whole the whole issue of um, of uh, appropriation and of archaeological artifacts, and you know, technically, it was his cultures, mm-hmm. or or I, actually, he she'd catch herself and say, uh, I guess our cultures. <laughs> Nothing personal, uh, well, which I mean, you know, thanks for saving our lives and everything. But I, I have to agree, though, this still sounds more like possession than reincarnation. <laughs> Only if I was going to stay in control for extended periods of time. Matters of the soul and reincarnation are extremely complex. I'm not going to wade into that quagmire. (laughs) So I can't help but notice that you're all very colorfully uh, adorned. Uh, yes, they're, uh, I guess you could call them battle vestments. Wait, time out. You reincarnated, right? Which, which one are you talking to? <laughs> reincarnated, dude. Oh, okay. Yes? How do you not have any memories of Seth? I have not dug through his memories to... So you're sitting here saying, well, I wanted to get a, a you know, acknowledgement of what this world is. And you mm-hmm. don't just look in the memories of the guy that's lived it. Um, he's a little annoyed with me at the moment, and has been <laughs> me out. And it would be impolite, bordering on immoral, to simply bust my way into his head or into his memory. Oh. Well, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> his body's a completely different thing. Is already kind of immoral. Mm. Yeah, I thought you said he was asleep, anyways. Yes. Uh, whatever lies are you... The man needs his rest. I'm sure this isn't doing his sleep cycles any good. Wait, <laughs> did, you, did you put him to sleep? No, no, no. Also, I'd like to note you claiming reincarnation and then saying the body is his instead of yours. Clearly, you aren't a true reincarnation as you are have we... a differing body and mind functioning. Well, I mean, if you're if you're a blood descendant, uh, you he, the spirit could inhabit, and it it could technically be kind of a reincarnation because he's reincarnating in the body. But there's kind of a cohabitation issue. That's kind of what it's I have going on. Cohabitation that means there's more than one of them. No, there's more than one soul in a body. It's not reincarnation. It's possession. Perhaps it's the same soul, but without a. But two sets of memory. Think of it as two operating systems. Sybil starts browsing through the library, kind of <laughs> keep an ear on what's going on, but yeah, it's just kind of... Alright, so you don't know what superheroes are, but you do know what operating systems are, and don't touch them! <laughs> I will hex you to hell! <laughs> Try me! Yeah, hex us to hell like how you hex <laughs> Seth, Seth had a computer book handy. <laughs> Nice. Good save. <laughs> no. You can roll willpower check to kind of sense motive on the guy if you want to. I might do that just because, you know, after my experience with the headsman, I might be a little, little gun-shy about giving blind trust to people, or immediate trust, I should say. Um, what would that be? Was that a, is that a awareness thing? Uh... Willpower is usually social. It's usually the social stuff. Oh, okay. I can do that. I've generated a nine. 
don't think he's you don't think he's intentionally lying about anything. But you but you have a hard time getting a good read on him, so you can't be you're not a hundred percent certain. But he doesn't seem to be lying. If he is, if he's the if he um, did spend his murder life uh, in servitude to Mott, then I'm, I'm going to um, kind of some slack or give, give him the benefit of the doubt. He tells you, you know, as far as whichever one you were talking about, you know, him hopping into Seth's body being immoral. That wasn't something I decided. That was something my goddess decided. She put all my old memories into this arc and said I would find it again when I needed to. So do you have to wear it to retain access to your memories or could you just um, just remember them and not need the Ankh anymore? Seth needs the Ankh for another purpose. Oh. I, you know. Oh. Now that he has come into contact with it, you know, I and him, these the memories, if you will, the he names off a portion of the Egyptian soul because you know the Egyptians had mm. several different pieces of the soul, and only I want to say I don't know that they had reincarnation for everybody, but you, there were ideals that some people could come back. Like child geniuses and stuff would be looked at as being an old soul that had come back through and, you know, had retained a little bit of what they had had before. And so you had the car, the bar, or bear, however you say it. Ah, I forget. <laughs> you know, he rattles off the terms for the pieces of the soul and the piece that was stored there, which is the part that hold, held his memories then, you know. But no, Seth had. It, there, were, there was more to the arc than just. It's storing, storing the uh, Amon memories. Say, is this uh, will this Anka give Seth any other abilities? I mean, we can... it will give him access to the thing, to the blessings that I was given while I was alive. Oh, that sounds like it'd be useful, especially you know, hey, after after our our, our, our um, stalemate with the Hesman, we can you know one more one more. Uh, Chris on our side wouldn't be a bad thing. Even even an untrained uh, person like Seth, I don't know, is he ever Wolf Witch? Is, is it, does he think he has he could potentially have the stuff? He gets winded going up and down the stairs too many times carrying cases of books. No. Not even heavy books. Children's books. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe he kind of looks down at the body and, and Seth looks like he's in pretty decent shape. I'm not certain if I trust her. <laughs> Take off that onk, and I'm certain I'll trust you. <laughs> would it make you feel better if I let you talk to Seth? How can how would we even know that was Seth speaking and not just you imitating his voice? Well, you you guys are mystics. You can figure it out, right? Surely you can tell yes, the but that requires me to do things. <laughs> were, you, were you trying to say something, Tyler? I thought I heard somebody in the background. Yes, I said, I'll allow it. 
All of a sudden, his his eyes stop glowing. They, they they close. They stop glowing, and it's like the body goes limp and starts to fall. And you see his eyes snap open, and they look normal. He kind of catches himself. He looks up and he sees all of you. Uh, let's see, Wolf Witch Seth would know for sure that you did actual magic. Did he know you were superheroing? I can't remember. I don't believe he knew that she was actually a superhero you know other than he knows he knows during the invasion portion that you basically locked him in there and then you were gonna go try to find out what was going on yeah so yeah he kind of looks around at everybody takes a deep breath looks down okay i'm wearing pants <laughs> last thing i remember i was in my apartment going to bed yeah, from what I've last remember is whenever you come to with some memory loss, that's very important to determine what you know, the state of your clothing. Uh, boss, what am I doing at work? Well, from what your guest told us, you're being semi-possessed by a previous iteration of yourself. And to attempt to learn learn about the modern world, he decided to come to your place of employment, break into my basement slash armory slash workshop, and start slash thumbing library. Th <laughs> library and start thumbing through some ancient tomes. And one of which is fake, apparently, that I spent twelve hundred dollars on in nineteen seventy three. Do you know how much nineteen seventy three dollars are in twenty nineteen money? It's a lot no, more. It's before my time. I mean, a lot of things were, sweetie. <laughs> but, uh... So am I fired? No, 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 it's not your fault. You're being semi-possessed by a dead Egyptian. It happens to the best of us. Wait a second. He told me to keep it a secret, but then he came in here and he told all of you. And he kind of looks at everybody, takes a closer look at everybody. You're a superhero, aren't you? Uh, I'm working on it. But the rest are. Um, except maybe her, and she points the architect. I don't know what her deal is. I'm starting to figure it out, and when I do, I'm going to be very angry. You know I could suffocate you, right? I could open up a portal to hell and drop you in it. I'm not impressed. <clears throat> Uh, Elena will introduce herself to Seth, and she'll introduce herself as Elena, just to be uh, friendly and certain and stuff. Oh, he shakes your hand. Uh, Seth Necker, uh, pleased to meet you. Yeah, I know that. I know all, all this uh, reincarnation stuff is confusing. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of in a similar situation, and I'm trying to figure it out too. Uh, to not be preparing for this all my life. Oh, at least you know what's, at least you know a little bit of what's going on then. Yeah, being it really helps to to have a, a buy in from from the get go and this sort of stuff. It helps with the disorientation thing and you know the um, host rights and all that. 
So if Seth is aware of what's going on, and Amon said that he would find the Ankh when it was needed, did Amon let you know why it was needed? No, I, I don't know if he's keeping that a secret from me on purpose or if he just doesn't know. He just said he I needed claims, to train or how to use his gifts. He claims the aunt contained a portion of his the gifts he had in a previous life. Uh, Sith kind of nods his head. What that means, he did not say. Um... <laughs> He reaches in, he pulls the Ankh out, kind of places it over his heart. Uh, hang on, I realize I was on the wrong pages. Uh, there is a flash of light, and you see this. Ooh! I, I, knew, he is, I knew he is a superhero, too. Sweet. He can't look for, I, I assume that's what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, he go. You know, the the hieroglyphs may be Egyptian, but I'm pretty sure the tights portion is pretty fashionable. I like it. Perhaps it's something that modifies its appearance as time goes on. Eh, who knows what it'll look like in a thousand years from now? Let's go. Seth kind of said, "I figure it taps into your subconscious." You know, it kept the Egyptian theme, but it took on kind of a modern superhero vibe. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. Egyptians weren't big on pants. <laughs> yeah, but it gets cold around here, so pants are kind of a must. So what can you do? Do you have, do you have super strength? No. Okay, no, no arm wrestling matches. Uh... Let's see, uh, do you have, like, priestly powers? Can you, uh, can you summon snakes? Are any of y'all particularly scuffed up looking? Who's hurt uh, last time? Oh, that's a good question. I know, I, I'm probably pretty exhausted since I spent all my, uh, pretty much spent all my determination. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not touched, but, yeah, I, I probably still look like I'm... Knocks. Big pardon? Oh. Which took a couple knocks. Uh, yeah. When he looks around, he sees that you're clearly damaged. He's like, come here, boss. She takes a step forward. Fairly confident she can kick his ass if she needs to. Still not totally trusting the situation, but go ahead. <clears throat> Let me check how much she can do at a time. Don't worry. I'll avenge you. Okay, you get five stamina back. Nice, back. Not too shabby. And there's a slight, you know, there's, there's kind of a golden glow that radiates off of his hand as it touches you. He goes, according to the according to Mon. Uh, Mott had blessed him, he had given him the ability to uh, uh, bless her allies and curse her enemies. Well, normally I try to avoid the godly and godish, but I do feel a lot better now. 
physically, if not yeah. my ego. He says I can fly too, but I, I haven't jumped off any buildings yet. Yeah, flying is one of those things you only get one shot at getting right. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been kind of staying inside to practice, and he said something about the wings, wingspan indoors. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, you, what you can make wings up here? That's what he was saying. Nice. I've got super strength and super speed. No who, are your, who are you a reincarnation of? Oh, um, well, uh, it, actually, uh, not, not, not a god like you. The, ch the champion Zansu is... Uh, well, Amon's just a priest. <clears throat> he was just a priest that was blessed by his goddess. Okay, well, yeah, I guess we're kind of in the same club then. I, or, I, I, I should say, it's nice to... Actually, she says with a little more earnestness and not as much flipness that it's nice to uh, uh, have a club again. Well, no, I mean, not that I didn't have it before, I guess, uh, realizing that, you know, she's part of the haunted now. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. No, if they're looking at space like, I'm not sure where she's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we just. I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever been in a fight before? Well, yeah, you know, as a kid, so I'm sure. Mm, okay. Well, now that you've got the tights, you're gonna have to get used to get get used to that prospect being a part of your life. I'm afraid to say. In yeah. fact, we just got out of a nasty scrap ourselves. Oh, who did y'all run into? Have you heard of the headsman? No, I can't say that I have. Some He's guy with the Uh, Actually, yeah. Oh, was it resonant? He had a scythe. Oh, scythe. Scythe, actually. That's right. Shitty fake scythe. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we, yeah, one of Yeah, the, yeah this, this guy's a real jerk. He tried to kidnap me, and we, had, we barely fought him off uh, and then teleported back here. So now we got to figure out what we're going to do about him. I mean, who knows if he's going to be able to track us down here or not. He shot, like, some kind of energy. Did any of us get a sense of what kind of energy he was shooting out of his sight? The negative kind. <laughs> and he had, uh, he had armored flunkies, too. Like, not not like um, tech armor. More like, uh, like brass Egyptian armor. Or, brass, or medieval armor, is that correct? Plate, plate mail? It was motif like that. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a problem we got to deal. We're dealing with right now. Hmm. He's looking at y'all over. What does Umudan look like right now? Um, he would have his wings out, but he's not dressed fancy. His eyes, you know, he look he looks over all y'all. You know, the architects in armor, wolf witches in her hooded outfit. Emmerdon has got, you know, wings currently. And his eyes just kind of come and rest on Slapshot. <laughs> Yo, what up? Judging. I'm, uh, I'm just, just thinking one of these things is not like the other. Oh, I'm magic. Don't worry. You gotta look, you gotta he, he has a fake hockey stick. 
fuck you mean fake? I won three <laughs> national championships. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a real. Uh, whatever. I was, I was retired years ago. Who cares? Anyway, I uh, played hockey with a thing. He's a like, hockey stick. Sid is like, it's okay. I don't keep up with hockey. I wouldn't have a clue who you are. <laughs> Damn! Oh. I mean, no offense. I mean, and he kind of, but he, he says it like he's distracted, like he's just talking while he's on autopilot or you know, while he's distracted. Because <laughs> he kind of, it's like you see him kind of focus on you, and his eyes glow a little brighter. And then his eyes shift to the stick, and he kind of rears back. Whoa! <laughs> Please stop looking at the magic hockey stick. It doesn't ever appreciate it. Word of advice, Seth. Never, ever pick up any enchanted item that starts talking to you. It is never good news. Not that I'm saying that your hockey stick is planning on eating your soul. It's just my experience. That's all. That's that's good advice, boss. What do you do when the and he kind of holds the arc? What do you do when the thing jumps out and hits you in the head? <laughs> well, generally, I try to find a way to break the curse, but I think you're um possibly in a little bit deeper than just an evil artifact. Yeah, you're kind of committed. Also, the artifact's not evil. That's a that's a bonus. I don't know. It possessed his body. I consider that kind of, at least malignant. <laughs> we don't have enough information to make any real judgment calls on <clears throat> Iman's motivations at the moment. Unfortunate. Other than he's real fucking selfish. Answer is the cosmic order. It's all about the cosmic order, man. <laughs> So what do you say, D? I mean, if nothing else, uh, what don't you think we need to keep an eye on stuff? Just you know, first going good, if not everyone's good. I, mean, I know, I know, I know from personal experience how how scary it can be if you have, like incredible powers and a superhero mantle, and then you have no one to guide you. It's not it's not a great place to be. Yes, Seth, I. I do believe that we should keep you under observation, at least for a little while. And perhaps help you learn to deal with your new capabilities. And keep an eye on a mod. Cue the training montage. <laughs> Wrestling lessons. Do, I, do any of y'all have the money to make like a robot thing to take over instead of him? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure that's you know, how this works, but it's kind of like a Pinocchio doll for him to shove that fucking soul into. Slapshot is taking this very personally. <laughs> very much so. You don't take souls like that. It's just rude. You don't take souls till they're ripe and finished. I mean, what? Buddy. <laughs> 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 Well, I mean, the fair, the fair point is, I don't. It's clear that Seth hasn't had, like, you know, had take, been aware enough to prepare for for this lifestyle. That's or for this uh, this vocation. She'll call it a vocation. That's uh, it's not great. Um, that, that's all, all the reason why I think it's important for us to come out. He's like, no, you know, I've always had an interest in the occult. It's 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 why, I, you know, it's why I tried getting a job here. 
but uh, you uh, said you got a job here because you got fired from Kinkos for breaking a copy machine. <laughs> That's not untrue, but I was gonna put in an application here anyway. And he's got. Wait a second. If y'all are superheroes, what, you, what? If you're a team, what's your name? Uh do we actually call ourselves the Haunted? I don't believe so. Yeah, I, I don't know if y'all had come up with if y'all in game. I don't know if you'd come up with a name yet or not. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think we have. have. Um, we're going to workshop it. Did I'll be honest? We formed like two weeks ago. In the middle of a global crisis. And in the middle of a war. It wasn't really our decision. Oh, who who decided to put y'all together then? Oh, the Crucible, if you've ever heard of him. You see his eyes get a little wide. Clearly he has indeed heard of the Crucible. Oh. Yeah, calm down. He's a tool. Don't worry about it. He's well, I, I, very I, I, judgmental and just kind of assumes that you murdered four people in cold blood. Not not that they were actually incredibly evil warlocks who were planning on sacrificing a small town, and it was self defense. Oh, uh, one second. Like he was going to ask it out on a date. Seth is like, eh. In my experience, most of your immortal magic types are pretty much d bags. Huh. Alright, never mind, we're fine. Present company excluded, or are you just taking a rib at your boss? Uh, he kind of looks at your boss. You're immortal? Yeah. Um, it's a complicated affair. There are magics for this. Very complex, very difficult, somewhat icky magics, but I'm working on an easier way to. I've been around a lot. Even down to fold his arms. I take offense to that, but it's true. <laughs> I feel attacked. Justifiably attacked, but attacked. <clears throat> As the architect stands back there, not revealing her age. Anna, has the architect been... Is she trying to be subtle as she flips through, starts flipping through books and touching stuff? Yes. Okay. And she's not above pocketing something just to aggravate her. Or, you know, <laughs> move it around so she can't find it. Basically, she's in the back rearranging her books. Ass! Give me a stealth roll versus uh, Wolf Witch's uh, awareness. Ah, yes. And now we've come to the rom-com section of our superhero. <laughs> Hence, we take another episode of Magic Seinfeld. Just barely. Uh, you look over and you catch, her t you, you catch her taking some kind of chalice and hiding it back behind a... a, uh... like, wooden chest. But you don't know how many things she hid before you noticed. Are you 12? 
Is that your dark secret? You're a 12-year-old in an adult's body. Oh, like uh, the, the guy Captain Marvel. I stay so young by having fun. There's there's a little vein in Wolf Witch's forehead that y'all can start seeing just pulsate a little. <laughs> Are we about to test that immortality you brag about? Uh, uh, boss, not to tell you your business, but uh, you know some of the stuff down here is fragile. Maybe we maybe we should move this out of the. You know. Yes. Everyone out of the basement, <laughs> into the shop proper. I have cookies under the counter. We can have. <laughs> no, no. I I thought libraries were open to all. That's my library. Get out. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. But what if you have more fake books you need uncovered? <laughs> I'll be. As Slapshot is leaving. <laughs> I'm gonna go through them for you. Yeah, I, I have, like, three different demons offering me true immortality and fast power. I could just call one or two of them up and just solve all my problems at once. <sighs> and she heads up, heads up the stairs after the architect is out of the basement. <laughs> Jokes on you if you accept any of those deals. It'd be fake. Demons die just like the rest. God damn it! <laughs> well, you know, when a demon says immortality, it probably just means longevity. Yeah, pretty much. You live like, as long as the demon lives. Hmm. <coughs> All right. They live a long time. Uh, depends, depends what incarnation of the Lord they run into. Anyway, you get upstairs, uh, you fish the cookies out from under the counter. They're clearly out of date. They're in a turtle jar with a very suggestive She's got a college kid working for her. The cookies aren't going out of date. <laughs> <laughs> the box is only half full when she thought it was full, but, but they're not going out of date. I... I just put these down here this morning. Seth! <laughs> he was body controlled. Don't blame him. He goes, no, he's eating for two. He's eating for two. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Alright, so... Y'all talk some more with Seth. He eventually breaks off to go home. Uh, after Did basically asking you know, all of y'all to help train him. Because he, he he does not feel the least bit confident running out and trying to use his abilities right now. But, uh... And while he's not super happy about about the situation, uh... If he's needed for some purpose, he wants to be ready for it. But, you know, y'all are clearly in the middle of something, so, you know. Yeah, maybe we don't bring stuff into the epic grudge match right off the right off the bench. Hey, rookie, get in there and fight this guy that slapped us all around. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, he died. Mm. Now, did the Seth out of being kids to reincarnate it? 
I know. Don't worry, another 18 years will be ready for another try. <laughs> All right, so what's left to your own devices? What is the team going to do? Uh, we do still have the problem of the headsman. Yes. Wendy's really going to hate to say this, but maybe we should call the Crucible to see if he knows what's going on with the headsman. Or anything about the headsman. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea in general to just try to find out more about the so, Yeah, the Crucible sounds like a good place to start. And he was nice to me, at least, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, she called him a tool, but yeah, it was other than being a, maybe a little, other than maybe being a little bossy because there was an emergency and he was sending y'all off to take care of it. <laughs> uh, wait a moment, Slapshot says while thinking like a person with rational abilities. <laughs> These guys were at a museum trying to steal a thing, right? Uh huh. Uh, that that is what you, that's what you you get uh you guys had found that out yeah on the last session because y'all went to make use of the object and found out it, it had already been there had already been an attempt at its theft. Shouldn't we go ahead and just report this to you know Spear that you know there's a villain by the name of the Headsman leading these jumps. I don't know how trusting, how trusting of the man is the rest of the team. Stealing uh, uh, shit, and the man doesn't like to have his shit stolen. So yeah. I assume they'll send some guns after it. Well, sure. I'm going to assume that mystic orders slash cults generally don't trust the government, and just on general principle. Well, no, I don't trust the government to protect me. I trust the government to shoot at people. You well, you know, you're part of a millennial, millennials old cult. You've seen so many governments come and go, you know. That's fair. In that case, uh, yeah, we should. Uh, I mean, we should share information. I guess we should share information about this at least. The more people working on the case, the better, I suppose. Mm -hmm. All right. So, who are y'all calling? Who are y'all contacting? Unison would probably be the easiest person to get in touch with in terms of the government team, then. No, no. Keep in mind, while you have the team, you know... The this, there's the organization. You have, essentially, an FBI-style organization under there, or something akin to S.H.I.E.L.D. And so you wouldn't have a direct how... number to, like, a, a team member, but you could call their office and report something. Right. I wouldn't think Unison would be somebody we'd be able to easily contact. Especially since we uh, we most likely wouldn't realize there's a Unison, just like a bunch of uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> Six Power Ranger dudes that are part, half of, make up half of a team. Ah, but see, this is where the fun comes in. <laughs> because Unison has a legal contact. Yep, the Power Rangers have their own, uh... We can call the office of Mr. Brain. And he can get in contact with Unison. Yeah, I will say one thing I've, I've, I've want, I, I personally would like to see more is playing with the idea that 
the world thinks the innocence like actually six different people or five different people. Oh, it does. It's convinced. It's yeah. empowering. In fact, hard work to make sure that shit works. <laughs> don't, don't, doesn't the rest of the, the spear team uh, think that too? Uh, they eventually figured it out. Well, at least the, the core team from first season yeah. figured it out. I don't okay. know if he shared it with the new guys or not. He's kind yeah, of paranoid. Reclu- recluse and... Oh, Recluse knows and the Watch. robot knows. Oh, okay. There were, there were plenty of clues for the rest of the team just from stuff that was happening, but he never... He never came out and admitted it. Yeah, I mean, the ones that are in an alternate dimension and somehow Unison members are still teleporting in. That's some good tech. Oh, <laughs> right. There and go, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I'm thinking there may be some magical component to this. <laughs> or something else weird. I'm not sure why Unison needs, you know, those other people on the team. It's like Team Unison and Spear. And during the first season, everybody looked at him as a separate team. It was the unknown ones and Unison showing up to take care of stuff. <laughs> and then they both got both those teams got recruited into Spear after they stopped the toppling of the U.S. government. Uh, so yeah, which one of us is going to uh, contact Spear? Probably not Everlast. Uh, Slapshot has the longest superhero resume. Yeah. That's true. The office of Jordan Brain. In an attempt to report information to Unison. Okay. And just so I understand, is Jordan Brain one of the Unison heroes? Or is that an actual person? Alright, since we've, we've done this story-wise... Unison is one person. Right, I remember that. Who is Jordan Bahrain. Oh, he's, okay. Gotcha. He is his own legal advisor. To <laughs> <team>. <laughs> Thank, his identity was so super secret, none of us knew. Well, that's the trick. He runs around with, what, five or six members of, the, of, of Unison? There's six members, one for each letter. Yeah. But he had actually <clears throat> produced, like, two, two clones that. more than that. Yeah, I can produce more, but I always run around with the exact number of units. Uh, there was a prison like... break in the first season where he called in everybody and he had all these white-suited guys show up instead no, of no. multicolored. I called in the emergency response team who literally only ever said the words, stand down. <laughs> and they were all white and very, very bright and ran in and just started shooting people. <laughs> And I literally had one of them have a discussion with Unit in front of them, talking about how the other team couldn't hack it. Oh, yeah, each, I am each, devoted. Each member has his own personality, particular personality. <laughs> where the main okay. guy is actually like a, bat, a, a Batman level paranoid. Yeah, I, I was in my, my back of my head, I was. What if what if Independence Ray like found you know started was like attracted to one of them and didn't realize that there was a whole there's a whole thing <laughs> going on. But anyway, um, yeah, something else occurs to me. Um, we should probably look into like if there have been any known like superhuman abductions since uh, Ed's been trying to kidnap Ever Everlast. I mean, if that if that's like their regular 
that's a good um, idea. Modus operandi. That'd be worth looking to see if there is like a pattern of other notable like abductions or sudden disappearances of known superhumans. Okay. So Slapshot is basically calling the office of Jordan Burain. Yep. And you're just kinda giving them the lowdown on what happened. Yep, you know. These dudes attacked, you know, this location. In following them we found an association with them and the uh, headsmen. They attempted to kidnap, you know. This but they were part of an organization, weren't they? Wait, what? They had a name for their group. Oh yeah, they did. I'm not sure we got it. Oh, oh, we got a name of the of the headman's boss, or at least Everlast did. I can look that up. The Sphinx was his benefactor. Which I think I gave you the wrong name on him. Oh. Uh, I'm going to recon it. Yeah, Har Harusfex or something like that was his name. H-A-R-U-S-P-E-X. Oh, okay, that sounds... I, when I gave it to you last time, I, I looked at a, a different name on the list. Yeah, the Harusfex. That'll be worth uh, flagging with a uh, spear. Uh, and then was somebody going to call the Crucible? Uh, yeah, Wolf Woods will take care of that. Okay, so you call you call the uh, the estate anyway that that y'all were taken to last time. Uh, someone immediately answers the phone, giving you the whatever the name was on the mailbox, essentially. You know, so it's such and such a state. How may I help you? Hello, this is, um, Miss Trishik. We were there a few weeks ago to deal with the situation in the other world. Um, there's a situation in our world. A gentleman that went by the name of the Headsman attempted to kidnap... Sorry, I have a cough. Attempted to kidnap... Uh, ever attempted to kidnap Everlast. He and his organization seem to seem to be targeting superhumans and other magically gifted people who are tied with various deities and gods. We were wondering if the Crucible or any of you lot have any information regarding these people. Uh huh. Let me put you on hold for a moment. This and, is where uh, Unison would go, they're probably in cahoots. We need to run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you put on hold. There's some, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the music isn't like typical music or classic rock or something. It's uh, kind of that, uh, was it, uh, oh, the Chanting Monks that did an album. Uh, <laughs> Gregorian Chanting? Gregorian, thank you. And one dude going mad ham on the pan flute. Uh, a moment oh, later, oh. and uh, an older sounding gentleman gets on. Uh, hello, ma'am. Uh, glad to hear from you again. Uh, I was uh, I was one of the adepts that 
helped out with the uh, portal ritual last time. Last time you were here, I, I'm not sure that we actually spoke though. I don't believe we did. We only really spoke of the crucible. But you all did an excellent job on the portal, by the way. Oh, and you did an excellent job on the other side. Uh, the crucible is not here currently. He is off dealing with issues. Uh, however, oh. uh, you spoke of the headsman. Did he look like? And he proceeds to describe the heads, you know, the hood, the kind of body, kind of leathery, you know, leatherish body armor kind of thing, and the scythe and all that. Yeah, that ed that edge lord jackass. Yes, that that person exactly. Uh, we have had encounters with him. Uh, well, we have investigated him, and you said he was trying to kidnap Everlast. Yes. That that pretty well fits his M.O. He seems to be... Uh, there have been a couple of thefts of artifacts attributed to him. But generally, he seems to go after the uh, divinely empowered. Uh, magical creatures from another dimension that are living here. But mostly things tied to specific gods. Uh, Everlast is probably close enough to that to draw his attention. Uh, we're not sure what his purpose is. They seem to be uh, they seem to be abductions rather than straight out murders. Uh, at least initially, uh, one or two bodies have been recovered much much later. That had been you know simply dumped somewhere. So you have investigated the headsman and his organization, but you haven't been able to do anything about it just yet. Uh, not overly aware of him having an organization. He did seem to have some helpers at the very least. Men or, well, people in golden armor. It seemed partly mechanical? Or could we gather that they were partly mechanical suits? Uh... You know, I designed the suits, they were... Yeah. That would be kind of the impression you would have gotten. Oh no, because you're these characters did not see the guy melt. Right, right, right. They, I think they saw they put the puddle, the rehardened puddle of golden metal with human bones sticking out of it, getting carted out. But, but yeah. And the ones you dropped. In Let's one see, case, literally. Literally. Yes, yes. They fail. She's uh, so proud uh, of herself. Uh, the no, <clears throat> the armor did come off that one guy. I thought they were all human. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's, that's going to be weird. You, you transmuted one of the suits of armor to lead. And the guy the guy managed to run off and basically tear himself out of it without any trouble because once it was transmuted, it was, it was almost like a lead foil. It was extremely thin. So, uh, you know, if you'd seen inside that, you might have gotten the impression that it that it was uh, not something particularly magical. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, the the fellow you're talking to is like, mm. no, we've had a uh, we've had one adept come into direct contact with him. Uh. 
in some sort of way, he was able to strip uh, strip the man of his uh, abilities for for a short time. He was able to cut him off from his magic. Yes. That's an unsettling thought. We believe it is the scythe itself. We believe it's a magic artifact giving him his power. Curious. But he doesn't... He tends to simply appear, do what he's going to do, and get out. We only managed, you know... One of our investigators really just tripped across him on accident. We were investigating some... uh, ne'er-do-wells, I suppose you would say, that, uh, you know, they had been causing a problem with their abilities, we were beginning to investigate them, and the headsman showed up and, and simply cut his way through them and took, you know, the, the one he wanted, I suppose. The, uh, the, the adept that had them under observation tried to intercede, you know, they had been up to no good, but they did not deserve to be be slaughtered like they were. Yes, he didn't strike me as the most subtle of sorts. Scythe being magical. Slopshop said that they referred to the scythe as a fake. I assume this is something that his own talking magical hockey stick told him. So I'm, I'm fairly certain the scythe is real and quite powerful. So I, I couldn't tell you what the hockey stick could be uh, could be referring to. If you try, if you find out any more information about the headsman, please pass it along, and we'll do the same courtesy. Oh, of course, of course. We've been given instructions to cooperate with you as much as we can. At least as far as information here. Oh, lovely. Finally getting the respect I deserve. Well, you you did help save the world. That, that, that goes a long way. And the fact that you're finally doing something positive. And then he kind of catches himself. Well, it's been very nice helping you. If you need anything else, please, <laughs> please don't hesitate to call back. You too. And if you're ever in town, please stop by. I'm going to be doing a fantastic sale on incense in the next uh, few weeks. Oh, keep that in mind. Though you know he's down in Savannah, Georgia, so you know. Indeed. You know, you, you always got to be selling. You always got to be selling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, you are, a, you are a business person. All right. Taylor. Yo, what up? So, Slapshot's gonna call Unison. Do you actually want to carry on this conversation? Are you gonna talk, sit here and talk to yourself? <laughs> I'm fine with I'm it down if you want it. to, if you've got an idea for it. Or we can just go, you info dump to Brain and go on about our business. Um... I guess we'll just go ahead and call it at the ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Hello, this is the Office of Jordan Brain. How can I help you? Hi, yes. 
my name's Slapshot. I'm a superhero from the Georgia area. Just need to report something to Unison, please. You're calling from Georgia to report to Unison. Well, it, it's for Spears, sir. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me get a piece of paper and a pencil. And Unison now is holding three pen three pencils and three pieces of paper. Because you always want to get things in triplicate. Alright, go ahead. So there was a... Uh, what location was that magical... The, the attempted theft by those robot suits at? That was in Shreveport. Thank you. There's attempted robbery in a museum at Shreveport by ma quasi magic armored suits. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Led by a supervillain or magical dude. Not. I'm going to consider him a supervillain due to his actions. Fair enough. Called the Headsman. Okay, yeah. Uh, one moment. One moment. Unison goes to a book, opens up. Uh, headsman. Magic, nullification powers, wields the scythe of, scythe of death. Now, how yeah, would he okay. have all this information? Beer. Well, he's part of a government team now. They've got all kinds of... The headsman has not been super, super public, though. Doesn't sound like he's been super discreet, either, if he runs up and starts mowing through a team of super-powered folk to grab one. I'm not sure you'd have a. I'm not sure Unison would have, or the, that spear would have a list of his abilities, though. All right, all right. Sorry. Known superpowered murderer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say that they've called his name at least. Fair enough. All right. And the specifics of the headsman. You know. And sharing the fact that he has some kind of power nullification. You know, unknown range, but it appeared to be visual. And that, you know, would like him to be put on some kind of list by Spear if possible. And, you know, Spear to keep an eye out for him as he is upping his actions lately. You know, and Unison will go, all right, you know having written more stuff down for his book to tuck away in all supervillains I'll ever need to know about. The hopefully ever-decreasing list. Thank you for your time, sir. Is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, n no. Nothing. Okay, cool. They both hang up. Alright. Where did Slapshot call from? His burner phone. Okay. His phone that he only ever calls for slap shot things. Okay. But from inside the magic shop? Yes. Okay. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> you, didn't you didn't tell me I couldn't. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking as as paranoid as Unison is, he probably tracks call, incoming calls. So while he might not be able to go, he was in this magic shop. He could go, well, it was using this cell tower, which is in this part of this town. Ah, but there's my secret. Unison will always know everything. <laughs> because Unison is a character that I will probably use in every team ever eventually.
right. become the right. become the Wolverine of the Nerd Eternal Icons universe. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm here. Weren't you just in Australia? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. That was a copy. That was a copy. copy. See, it's so easy. So I talked to you the other day, and you you, you seemed like really out of it. Were you, were you okay? Oh, well, that was a copy of a copy. You know, they're just they're just not as sharp. <clears throat> All right, so you've gathered a little. You've you've passed on information to the government, and you have gathered some information from the Crucibles organization. How do you wish to proceed with your own investigation? Not everybody we need, to buy a, we need to buy a billboard that calls him a little bitch and demands he fight us. <laughs> <laughs> you now, know what? Why not? Now I'm just thinking of the haunted pulling off a wrestling promo. Yeah, that's... <laughs> We're coming for you, Hetzman. <laughs> that's just asking for like a big public brow where there's a lot of collateral damage, don't you think? We're coming for you, Hedman. Hedman. This Monday at Madison Square Garden. Um. Oh. Um. Could Everlast? Uh, let's see. What would Everlast do to uh, potentially? Special guest referee Anubis. <laughs> Whoa! Not that. <laughs> um. Were we? Can we still uh, investigate the? Uh, look for uh, patterns of uh, superhuman disappearances. Is that something? Is that oh, something we could ask? Absolutely. Uh, is that something we could ask Unison to do? Should we uh, pursue that on our own? Uh, in all likelihood, the government would conduct its own uh, investigation. Well, certainly they would accept any information from you. You sitting there and going, "Hey, could y'all look into this for us?" That's not quite how they work. Oh. Private investigators can't call up yeah. the FBI and hey, could y'all could y'all research this for me to get back with me? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but don't worry, if Unison runs to the headsman, I'm sure he'll call. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, and the adept had mentioned abductions to uh, Wolfwitch, but didn't mention anyone specifically. Did the adept? Uh, you know, he would probably have. Uh, at least text her a file, send her a file or something. You know, if she's got a computer. Mm-hmm. She do. Do we, you know, do we suspect if, if, if the headsman's targeting people with connections to specific deities, wouldn't Seth be a nice juicy new target for, for him? I mean, he must have some, abil- some ability to detect beings like us uh, or beings, you know, beings like me, people like me. It, it, is it possible that? Well, shoot, they could be. They could be after stuff right now, for all we know. Uh, it is perfectly logical to assume that if Everlast is a target, that Seth would be a target. You know, if they knew about him. Uh, keep in mind, Everlast has been running around for just a little bit here, and you really sure. just seem to you really just seem to have run into him by accident. Oh, the husband. Okay, I see. That's that's a fair. So it wouldn't. We don't necessarily have to have to worry about him having like an instant, you know, deity, you know, divinely powered alert notice notification or anything. Yes, he's not walking around with some sort of god dar where he just pings anytime he walks by something. <laughs> oh, that one's divinely empowered. 
He just watches the news till someone says to the son of Zeus and he just shows up. Right. <laughs> Heroes calling himself Heracles. Let's investigate. No, no. <laughs> oh no, it's actually Heracles. Run away! Run away! <laughs> no, gotta know your limitations. Maybe we should have uh, someone watching over Seth at all times somehow. If only this thing. Well, shoot, maybe, or even, I don't know, even even I could, like, I don't know, crash on a couch or something there, because, um, uh, was, you know, was that the architect volunteering? It was the architect volunteering. Oh. Slapshot, Slapshot slowly looks at watch. I guess this is a bad time for me to tell y'all I don't need to sleep or breathe, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, you don't need to what? Nothing. I mean, well, guess who just got volunteered for the job? I don't know. The architect seemed to want to. She is not going anywhere near my delightful young employee. On your property. <laughs> You're starting to be obsessive about your fresh new boy. I'm getting worried. That's what I'm thinking, too. There's it's something like, going it's like on. Two cougars. It's like two cougars are growling at each other. I don't know what's going on. Oh, dear. <laughs> Even to maintain youth... <laughs> no, I do not come to human sacrifices. That went out in the 1750s. Ignore that. <laughs> no, there is nothing going on there. Very much the wrong tree. <laughs> About that time, your oh. cell phone rings, uh, War Witch. Or Wolf Witch, rather. Or which is her cousin? Really freaking intense. <laughs> Always on the creatine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll I don't know what Taylor's reference The name Warwitch for me comes from the old Sea of Heroes comic. And they eventually put her in the game. After she died. Yeah. Wolfwitch will answer her phone. Uh, hey, boss. Uh,. When you had, you said you had an encounter with people with golden armor. Uh, did oh did you drop one off a building? Ah, uh, I didn't specifically. Okay, well, it's on the news. Is the only reason I'm asking. Ah, um, well, yes, it, that that did occur. Okay, well, I'm just gonna let you know you're on the news then. Oh, lovely, great. He landed on a car. Uh, Should have worn a silly hockey suit. We so, should turn on the news. Did they talk about how heroic we were? <laughs> yeah, tune into uh, W-E-X-P-O-S-I-T-I-O-N. So, you flip on the news. Uh, it's a report coming out of New York. That's where we were. Huh. Yes, because up till now, y'all had not known where that building was. <laughs> right. You'd been teleporting around. Uh, the news crew had arrived a little late. Everything seemed to be over when they got there. But they got there soon enough that you still had the armored figure laying in the car. Uh, you know, they, they pan up the building where you can see the part of the... Uh, little balcony kind of area 
where the chunk is missing. You know, they film the fact that, you know, uh, witness reports say, you know, it just turned suddenly turned to, it's like it just turned to sand. And, well, no one saw it turn to sand. Sand started raining down, and when people looked up, yeah, there was that gap and that golden figure going. Uh, you know, there was reports of, you know, f some kind of flames up there, you know. Basically, you have no eyewitnesses that really saw the fight. They were all, you know, 20 stories down on the ground, kind of looking up. You know, uh, Imudan's wings got spotted when he got close to the edge at some point. And probably some stray blasts, because I know, I know one of these buildings, one of the buildings got blasted a little bit of the, uh, the you know, surface material fell off. But, but that gives you what city you were in. It gives you, uh, uh, the address of the building. Uh, you know, local police came in and began searching the building. Uh, agents of Spear showed up. Not, not the heroes, the, you know, the, the investigators right. and that sort of thing. Uh, the little bridge area connected three different buildings. The, each of those buildings, of course, had multiple businesses in them. None of the businesses had a clue what was going on. So they say. So they say. Uh, there was no camera footage covering the outside of the buildings itself. Because you're 20 stories up, there's, you know, your common burglar isn't going to be coming out in that manner. When they tried to move the golden figure that had fallen, uh, the suit began bubbling and melting and, you know. And they reference a similar incident in Shreveport, Louisiana. They even have an image of it, but it's part of it's blurred out where, you know, they don't show the human being sticking out. And that is, you know, they, they talk to some of the witnesses and stuff, but that's really all the solid information they've got. You know, clearly it was something superhuman going on. But uh, nobody got a good enough look at any of you to identify individual people that were involved. So we know that Headsman has a connection to these buildings somehow because that's where he took uh, Everlast. Either that or connections to an airship that was the tallest building he knew of. It's New York. It's not the tallest building. By any means. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Well, hold on. New York the state or New York the city? New York the city. Oh, okay. Well, um... We passed... I guess one of you will just text this information to, uh... The uh, Crucible's address. Or, uh, the number I called. Okay. Uh, 
you uh you get a thumbs up in reply. Wait. So so Amadon, you're you're thinking that if we investigate what's around the the site of our of our last fight, we might find some a connection to the handsome. It would seem to be our only clue. Yeah, I mean that that couldn't have been just a random choice. Uh, if you know, if there was an airship op, I mean, I would imagine. You know, we then maybe we'd know to at least to look into like uh, air traffic reports if there are any like, UFO that could have been the Hudson um, airship. So if nothing else, I'll, yeah, I, I think that sounds like a good good idea to investigate that location. You're, and you're right; it couldn't have just been some random some random spot. So, am I going to be on baby watch? Probably. Mm. Part of me says we should take Seth along, just so we don't divide the team and we still have him under under observation. I I'm all for that because uh, he's got blessing and curse power. It's got to be helpful. Well, I mean, and Seth is now divinely empowered, so his new code name could be Bait. <laughs> Well, uh, I uh, may have a friend who's also so divinely empowered. empowered. I call her bait. A friend? Yeah, I've worked with him a few times. He'd be great for y'all. I, I, I'm not sure I like how you're saying these words. Well, he's, he's blessed by three gods? Three? Kind of? It's a lot of blessing. Well, I know. One's a curse, but still. At least check in on, on your friend to make sure he's not captured or is. You see Slapshot go off to a corner and. Do, 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 do. Hey, Rocker, how you doing? Alright, cool. Anything weird <laughs> happen lately? <laughs> Alright, thanks, buddy. Okay, he's fine. I think he can take care of himself. Yeah, he's also game to join up if you need me on Baby Watch. He apparently hasn't had much action lately, and his sales are down. Oh, I see. His sales are down. His sales are always down. I mean, like he's a performance artist. He tries. I'll see my Vass has never heard of him because I don't think she would have had much time for pop culture in her in her. But uh, yeah, so um, are we bringing stuff with us, or are we gonna are we gonna babysit him? Hmm. I feel. I feel like he. Uh, Oops, sorry. I, 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 would, I would feel like he, he should come with us, because, uh, yeah, that way we don't have to worry about... Well, Errol Lash just wants somebody less experienced on the team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not the newbie. Yeah, it would probably still be safe if it's just to bring him with us. 
but this kind of is overtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tell jokes. You're adorable. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll be talking about living wages and other crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used them in any, in any experimentations. That's his living wage. <laughs> he gets a wage, he gets to live. Huh? Let's see what the problem is. <clears throat> there does have any investigative, have any kind of investigative background. Uh, not over much, but. Yeah. I'm athletic and I fight monsters. That that's about my limits. Hmm. That's basically my deal too. But I don't. Some of us are smart. That should that should come for something. Yeah, at the very at the very least, you can make intelligence rolls, even if you don't have right. to investigate investigate specialty. Yeah. All right. So how are y'all wanting to proceed from here? Ah. Uh. We're all apparently going to take a trip yeah, to New York. That, that, are any of us good at researching, you know, the mundane world? Because <laughs> I, my character, even though he, he pointed out that that building is our only clue, would have no idea. I mean, he probably doesn't even know how to use a computer. He might, but I doubt <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, like Jason alluded to, we're just going to have to count on generic, general superhero you know, smart, you, smart you know, everything. Seth might be our best researcher. <laughs> All right. That's true. Well, let's get him over here. <laughs> All right. So who calls Seth? Oh, uh, Wendy will, I guess. Oh, okay. She's probably the only one with his number. It should be the boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah boss. Hi, Seth. Um, could you head on, come on down to the shop real quick? We have um, a situation we need your help. Okay. And okay. um, I'm gonna clock in when I get there, though. <laughs> we'll talk about it. And she hangs up. Okay. In a surprisingly short amount of time, he is back at the <laughs> back at the shop. Well, he was probably walking home when we called him. No, he. That that was long enough ago. He had gotten home and had seen y'all on the news. I mean, he um, lives relatively close by, but that's still a little bit too quick. He must be practicing those flight yeah. skills. Uh, he comes Eba with a big smile ask... on his face. <laughs> yep. Eba Dan will ask Wolfwood. So, do we have any more of these cookies? Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's some more upstairs in the fridge. Grab. There's a six-pack of beer in there, too. Grab it. Bring it on down. Oh, I don't uh, I don't drink on the job. You should. <laughs> You're a precious little Boy Scout, aren't you? We all doing this. Seth walks in, takes out the time card. <laughs> <laughs> Slapshot slowly thinks to himself. I see your soul suffer in the depths of hell, I shall laugh. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Slapshot got issues. 
Slapshot sometimes says things that aren't Slapshot things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Seth is on hand. What do you what do you want what are you wanting him to do? Uh, system research regarding the history of that building. Basically, when it was built, who it was built by. And who That's has a business there? Right? Yes. Okay, it was built who? in the mid-80s. He uh, hangs off the architectural firm that built it. And, you know... Uh, the... It's never... The building has never been full... There was kind of, you know, through that time period, there was kind of a glut of office space uh, in New York. <clears throat> but, you know, it got a few decent-sized businesses in there. Uh, currently, uh, you know, there's a couple of computer firms that have some, you know, some uh, some office space there. There are several financial firms in one of the in one of the towers. Uh, there is a charity set up in one of them. Uh, I mean, not taking up the whole tower, but you know, you get this whole list of stuff. That is there anything particular that would stick out to you? Uh, I suppose anything with. Supernatural or divine connotations to it, yeah, like maybe or even a faith-based organizations. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the charity is faith-based. Oh, it is kind of really... it is kind of an interfaith uh, uh, setup. They do they do charity work on a global scale. Uh, Let's Does it have a name? Interfaith Global. Uh, let's see what it would be. Interfaith Global Ministries would make it sound more like it was a church itself. Uh, hmm. I'd like to know more about that organization. They, um... Yeah. Global. Interfaith Global Ministries, uh... The, uh... Crap, I'm trying to think of something to make it sound like the actual charity work they do, but, uh... What were the name of the soldiers? They had... There was a... The Sword Saints. Yeah, they were referred to as Sword Saints. They, They rattled off about, um... Raising humanity, or something like that. That's right. They're, it sounded like they were more they were who wanted to be immortal. Right. Like they wanted to achieve godhood for themselves. Did you? But did your characters pick up on that, or was that the psychic from. Was that the psychic alien that got that information? Pretty sure it was uh, the alien. So these characters are not aware of that. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe Headsman said something along those lines, too. Uh, but maybe not. I can check my notes. But let's see. Um, 
we could uh, look at the website of IGN to see if there's any kind of like, you know, some kind of Scientology, like uplift of the human spirit kind of um, verbiage that would kind of hint at that kind of uh, mission, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Want to be a god in 15 minutes or less? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what? Like the you know, comic book ads kicking Sam heads, in the face. What the headsman had told Everlast was when she asked him if he was a villain. Was that he was he and his group were working for the benefit of humanity? Mm-hmm. May have made some comment about why worship gods when you could be gods or something. You know, something, something where you to pick up might have picked up that vibe from it, but did not just come right out and say it. Sure, but but we don't see anything. None of, none of these companies or organizations seem to be for the benefit of humanity. It's all financial law firms, yeah. I'm assuming, because there's a law firm in every freaking building. <laughs> yes, there would probably be a few. There'd probably be a couple of law firms, at least. Like I said, a lot of financial institutions. Uh, on the ground floor of one of the towers is an actual bank. Uh, Who owns the buildings? Uh, you you get the name of whoever it is. They own several build, several of the large buildings You know, in New York. Uh, Researching them, nothing suspicious comes about them specifically. Uh, if you look up the uh, let's see the uh, Interfaith Global Ministries or whatever the IGF or IGMO. Uh, Uh, they were founded tenish years ago. Uh, doing charities, doing charities local to you know where they were founded, and then expanding off and doing you know some stuff in India, some stuff in uh, Africa, and then they spread. You know they moved over, did start doing more work in South America. Until now, they've, they're they're kind of all over the place. Uh, it's not a Is huge, it? huge group, but it's getting gradually a little larger. And is there any record like like the kind I was suppositioning? The what now? Uh, did, did it have the kind of rhetoric I was theorizing about? Like something that sounds like it could be, you know, PR speak for you know men, you know humans can become gods kind of mission. Uh, there's a lot of talk about uplifting humanity, but all but it always seems to be in the context of helping raise the you know the destitute or uh, there's a lot of things about economic uh, equality and pulling up the you know helping helping the third world rise up a little bit closer. Yeah, you know, kind of, kind of the ideal that uh, that it would benefit every, you know, everybody being lifted up would benefit everybody. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like I said, it it connects with you know Christian churches, you know, of quite a variety, uh, Islam, uh, Hin- Hinduism. You know, wherever they go, they are quick to work with local religious organizations. So it could still fit the profile, but no smoking guns. 
No, there's, um, nothing, there's nothing blatant. Yeah. No, no, no flashing neon sign. The, the only thing, the only flashing neon sign is that they work with the local. You're with all denominations, a, a, a church and an Islamic group, a, a Christian church and an Islamic group working together should be benign, mm-hmm. but local churches tend to be against that idea. Well, it does seem to be the quick the first real lead we have. It does. He's the only we one. We can also go there and investigate. See, if, okay, maybe it was just being used as a pit stop because a ley line runs through it or something, so it was easy to make a portal to and from it. Oh, well, that is something for the mystics to investigate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe do a web search to see if there are predominant uh, conspiracy theories surrounding the. Uh, Seth, did, when Seth, when Seth was doing his checks, nothing like that came up. Nothing really flagged okay. it. Uh, he really just gave y'all the list, and y'all kind of looked down. Well, that one sounds like it might fit. You know, it's the only thing that seemed to have any religious connotations. Nothing there seemed to have any kind of mystical connotations, particularly. But uh. Y'all go ahead and, and plot out how y'all want to approach this place. I will be right back. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the, there's the um, mystic geography possibility. We you know, are they yeah, also sure that that? That's not. I mean, it seems unlikely that they would teleport from another realm to this building just to be picked up by an airship. But you never know. And then after that, there um, are there are places in this realm that have connections to other dimensions and other realms. So, right. Yeah. What seemed like the best bet would be just to go there in person. As civilians, so we don't, you know, immediately catch catch a lot of attention, because, you know, it's one thing if a group of tourists show up, it's another if a group of people in costumes and battle armor show up and start poking <laughs> around the side of a recent superhero throwdown. Yeah, do we even want to try to go undercover? Is that a, is that a possibility, like, showing up as, like, um, I don't know, f- philanthropists or undercover as, like... Something. You know, we could have... It's uh, definitely a Lion's Den kind of plan, right? <laughs> yeah. We could pretend that, you know, he did mention that several, you know, these buildings are not filled to capacity. We could oh. pretend to be a, a business wanting to, uh, looking for some office space. Or if we wanted to put our, you know, necks online, we could, uh, a divine organization, office space. Um, 
is there is there a way for the uh, try to find out if there is like some kind of like mystic convergence of energy at that location? Uh, anybody that wants to give me an occult roll. I'm just uh, pretty much an occult neophyte, so I imagine either Architect or Wolfwitch would be the ones to check that out. You would think those two would get along better. Yeah, Architect can't really be <laughs> occultish. Collapse and does her thing. Magical stuff was done to her. Oh. Less than she studies it. She doesn't do actual magic. She was turned into a living philosopher's stone, which lets her transmute stuff. And gives her immortality, and, you know, or what have you. Alright, Wolf Witch. Uh, the rest of you see Wolf Witch starts pulling out charts and maps and, you know, <laughs> of the U.S. And there's, there's weird lines drawn all through the maps. Uh, while there is certainly some ley lines that run through New York, uh, Nothing that bisects this building or even comes particularly close to it. Mm. Well, that theory's a wash. But, we sh I feel like we should investigate this IGN just a, just a little bit. Well, and we could just go as New Yorkers through the buildings also and just see if something gets our attention. You know, I bet an organization like that would love a rich sponsor. Well, I mean, I, I have money, but I'm not exactly rich. You're broke, shut up. <laughs> what did you say to me? I didn't stutter. Y'all, you can pretend to be my staff, I guess. <laughs> what do you mean your staff? Oh, oh, I suppose you have money. Let me guess, you turn turn lead into gold and just feed it into the economy a little bit at a time. Well, at first it wasn't really a little bit at a time, but I eventually learned not to do that. Wait, wait. I know who you are. Son of a bitch! <laughs> what, do you really know? No, you don't! <laughs> you're, you're the Philosopher's Stone person. Would you gotta donate a limb for mystical research? I will figure out how to transmute living things, and you will be my first project. <laughs> Where's all of this hostility coming from? I thought we were getting along great. You just met. threatened to use one of my limbs for whatever nefarious purposes. From what I understand, it grows back. <laughs> I don't know if I want to I, be around. You humans are so quite... I mean, I don't think science is a nefarious purpose. Seth is sitting over the edge. It, it, it is the expanding of human knowledge. <laughs> yeah, expanding knowledge. Seth, don't help people with limb removals. That's how you become a supervillain. <laughs> I mean, enough, he's not wrong. Oh, trust me. We'll find out through this venture I rarely am. <laughs> all right. This delightful person does have an excellent ideas of approaching IGN as a rich patron looking to donate to the organization. 
Y'all okay with this? Because of sure. mutual interest, or you're looking for a tax break, or uh, both. He's and and the sad thing is, Emma Dan would just have to be using words he's seen on TV. He doesn't know what a tax break he is, but he knows it's something rich people would use charities for. Well, great. I will get my people to schedule us an appointment and get my jet ready. As far as he understands, taxes are just something evil thing. It's just an evil thing humans do to each other. <laughs> All right, so your people have no trouble getting uh, getting a uh, getting an appointment uh, sometime within the next couple of days. Uh, you know, you'll have to find a way to get to New York, but that's not, you know, like, you could teleport, you could rent a plane, you know, uh, plane tickets, whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, she probably has a plane. She has a house in the Hamptons. And private jets are tax deductible now. Are they? That was uh, one of the first things Trump did. I didn't know that. Wow. I'm not I am not I'm not surprised at all, but yeah, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of the first big things that passed was with all the new tax stuff, we got the like point two percent back and then a whole bunch of other stuff got in the tax deductible range, including but not limited to private planes. You know, that just did not show up on my forum, uh, 10EZ. <laughs> I, think, I think my tax person may have missed that as well. <laughs> Alright, well, remember to deduct it next time. Alright, so y'all head to New York, however y'all want to do it. Private jet private jet sounds like a good way to do it, as you're, as you're essentially leaving a paper trail. I, I think that come off since legit, cats... This place checks you out. I think that since cats were worshipped, I'm pretty sure having a cat should be tax deductible. She should count as a dependent. But so we're all going to New York. All right. All right. Are y'all taking Seth with you? Yeah. Uh, Wolf Witch votes yes. So does everyone. Well, so she's his boss, I think, you know. If she's okay with it. Seth, do you feel like going to New York for a completely weird task that will probably put you in immediate danger? <sighs> when are we going? Uh, <sighs> give me a minute. The Slapshot walks over to a corner again, dials phone. Hey, Auntie P. Yeah, can you watch the house? Yeah, it's mask stuff. I'll be gone a couple weeks. But, but Seth, this is one of the largest cities on this planet. Well, it's All just, right. you know, I got classes, so I want to know think of, when I got to miss. And... Think of the food and drink and people there. Yeah, yeah it would be a neat place to visit. Yeah. Think of the smells. He just kind of looks and at you, man. Girl's cute, but she's a little weird. It's kind of what his face says. But uh, so yeah, he agrees to go. You get a you get a appointment for you know a few days from now. Uh, 
And when we get there, um, the first thing Imadan does is wrinkle his notes. It's like, this smells like San Francisco. It's like piss in the streets. <laughs> you got the one guy standing in the alleyway taking a whiz on the wall. Hey, I'm offended by that. <laughs> hey, mind your own business. Uh, so yeah, so y'all load up and go. Uh, I assume everybody's in appropriate clothing to look like you know business people's. Yeah, yeah, I might need to do laundry somewhere since I've been on. I, I've I have been on the street, so probably. Good. Yeah, fresh if you need me to, I can get you a suit. <laughs> Seth certainly on that. He hasn't had he hasn't had a proper suit in a while. <laughs> Apart from his like super suit, of course. Yeah, that's a super suit. It's not a pro- proper suit. Right. Uh, before you depart the plane, however, you see him over there looking in the mirror. And he starts chanting and moving his hands around. And when he turns back around, he has a slightly different appearance. He besides the costume? Well, he's still, he's still wearing the same business, or same kind of business suit that uh, the architect got for him. He just changed his face looks a little different. Oh, okay, so this is what he looks like under the super suit. No, you saw, you saw that while you were flying with him. No, he just got up and changed his appearance. Basically, just an extra layer of disguise, so he's not immediately picked out of the right. Uh, Wolf Witch, you pick up on the fact that he uh, he basically got up and did a spell. Ah, have you have you been reading my books whenever you're supposed to be working, the real books? Um, not while I'm supposed to be working, but like on breaks and stuff. And you know, I've got some of my own. There's a reason I wanted a job with you. I can't really be mad at you. I'm honestly genuinely impressed. And you recognize that it's a low-level spell. It's, you know, he is, he, nothing he's, nothing about that screams to you that he's at a superhero level as far as the magic goes, but he's clearly got a little bit of skill. Because I just figured, you know, some kind of mask, since we're walking into a building that's probably got security cameras, these could be guys that'd be after me, according to y'all. It is an easy trick. And, you know, when when Imadan says it, you know, all of a sudden he looks like East Indian. But it's the same person. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Seth doesn't, you know, he doesn't change his size, he doesn't change his, you know... Ethnicity or anything is you know the hairstyle is different and the face just facial features are just a little different. Uh, slap shot. Yo, what up? Are you gonna walk around with your face out? Unfortunately, I'm gonna have a pair of sunglasses on and have suit like I look gonna look like security. But other than that, okay. So as you proceed into the office, uh, let's see. 
What does the architect look like in her civilian identity? Uh, no, I don't remember. But she can change <laughs> the way she looks, so just kind of whatever, I guess. I didn't know if she had, like, a well-known public identity or, or not. I mean, not really. She's just kind of reclusive. Let me see if I'm rooting. Wealthy but reclusive. Does she have a large cave up under her house? <laughs> well, I'm just saying she's not, like, in the news doing dollars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's but like most. She's like most in. actual rich people in the real world. <laughs> what is with you two today? <laughs> You're paying attention to things that aren't that. Just keep <laughs> taking turns climbing on me. You're like a mountain. You're there, so you must be climbed. Alright, so... Y'all are led out onto this... Uh, out of the elevator, into this... This area kind of here. Uh, you've got a receptionist desk here. And, uh, you know, you see kind of office worker looking folks. Uh, you know, they're walking around. People are making phone calls. Uh, you see people having meetings in offices. Uh, there's two receptionist chairs. You only see the one, re one receptionist there right now. You know, she's talking on the phone. She gives you kind of a, uh, just, you know, just one second. And she finishes up the phone call, hangs up, uh, looks up at the alchemist, or the uh, architect. Oh, yes, can I help you? Yes, I'm here for the 3.30 appointment. And what was the architect's actual name? Sybil. Is that a first name or a last name? I'm checking. Who's Sybil Pittman? It's Pittman. All right. Ah, Miss Pittman. Yes. And she kind of looks at your entourage, your you know, your large entourage. You know, but doesn't really say anything. You know. I offer no explanation. Uh. All right. Uh, she's like, uh, wait just one moment, and uh, let me see if Mr. Freeman is uh, is available. He should he should be wrapping up uh, a meeting. I'll, uh, I'll I'll buzz him and check. And you know, she does something on the phone. Sir, your three thirty's here. Oh yes, okay. Pulls out his wallet, looks at his ID, closes his ID, puts his wallet back up. <laughs> Did we uh, hear of like a Mr. Freeman in uh, our initial research? Uh, no, you didn't get like a full list of the people that work here. 
Uh, when the architect made her appointment, she knew it was going to be an appointment with a Mr. Freeman. Uh, so she marches you back to, or she, she says, please follow me, ma'am. Ma uh, And she takes you to one of the corner offices. You know, kind of down here. Uh, there's three seats in front of the desk. Uh, as you're walking in... Let's As you walk in, he's just shaking hands with whoever it was he was talking to before. Uh, uh, fellow, you know, middle-aged, he's got a walking stick. Is anybody we recognize? Uh, let's see, does anybody have anything where they're tied to high society? Um, I don't think any of you would, because the architect is kind of a homebody. I definitely do not. Nah. By any chance, is he a supervillain? <laughs> not, not that you know of, no. Okay. Because if it was who I was thinking it was for a moment, Slapshot might, Slapshot might have known about him. Who were you thinking it was? Uh, I was thinking it was uh, Hindsight for just a second. Oh, no, no, no. Middle age, not old. Okay. Hindsight was an old man. Hindsight is an old man. You know, this guy, his oh. hair is starting to go gray. But he still looks like he's, still like he's fairly fit. Uh, as he leaves, he does not... Uh, You don't really. He doesn't really look like he needs the walking stick particularly. But like more it's of a like, fashion accessory. Yeah, basically, it's like he's going for kind of a distinguished look or something. Uh, okay, so Imudan changed his appearance. The architect did not, but usually wears a helmet. Wolfwitch did not, but usually has a hood up. Does she wear a mask under the hood? Uh, it's it's some grease paint. Okay, she basically does like a line across her eyes and has the hood. Yeah. Uh. Everybody, give me awareness checks. Versus his. I'm going to say that's a willpower based. Alright, so 9, 12, or gotta be the 9. Architect be the 9. Slapshot be the 9. Wolfwitch did not. And Everlast did not. Everlast really didn't. And Imidon did not. So, 
Every last roll's a natural one. Uh, you are just taken in by the view out of this corner office. You know, you've been in some apartment buildings and stuff, but you've never really been in one this tall. And it's looking out over the New York skyline. And it's just really kind of neat and just catches your attention. Uh, Emma Dan. It's a combination of, oh, you know, that's a nice skyline. This is a very nicely furnished, you know. You're noticing lots of stuff, but it's kind of the the environment you're in that you're noticing. Uh, yeah, he's 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 pretty much infatuated by uh, 3D earthly pleasures, so he might be overcome by the by New York. Ooh, look at the leather on these seats. It was a high quality cow you killed for this. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, slap shot. You notice he kind of looks at Everlast as he's walking out. But you think it's a middle-aged dude. He's looking at the youngest woman in the room. Yeah, it's shocking. Uh, the architect, on the other hand, while the guy is masking his emotions pretty well, you see his eyes widen slightly when he sees her in, in, in obvious recognition and surprise. Ah, son of a bitch, it's him. But... He, he, you know, he doesn't say anything. He just turns towards the door. He kind of steps aside, lets y'all in. Uh, you know, nods, nods to you all politely, and leaves the room. Well, we we may have we may be in the right place, but only the architect knows or suspects. <clears throat> Uh, Mr. Freeman is, you know, he stood up, he was standing up to shake this guy's hand. He comes around the desk and takes Mrs. Pittman's hand. Oh, Miss Pittman, uh, it's so glad to meet you. I'm so glad that you're interested in, in helping us help others. Please, please, have a seat. And she does, sir? Uh... Can I get, you know, would you like refreshments? Can I get something for you or your uh, entourage? No, I think we're good. Thank you, then. Oh, certainly, certainly. So he sits down behind the desk and immediately starts, you know, and, you know, pretty quickly launches into what the organization is for, what it is they're trying to do, uh... You know how much how much a donation from you would help, and you know how it would help so many people, and you know, you know the specifics of you know you've got you've got some say as to where your money is allotted. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like probably probably his fairly typical spiel. You know, as, he, as you're obviously interested in donating, and he's trying to kind of reel you in. How are you going to try to pump this guy for information, or what are y'all going to try to do? Hmm. 
Um, not real sure how to word it, because, you know, it's not really my strong point. Uh, I would kind of mention about how they, it appears that they don't really need donors, that they, uh, <clears throat> seem to, you know, have someone that's... Bankrolling? Yes. Well, we have many donors already, uh, donors all over the world. And he starts naming off, you know, Saudi princes and tycoons from Dubai and politicians from India. You know, he drops he names dropped. that that truthfully a lot of them probably don't mean anything to the architect if she's not into that kind of thing. But it sounds very impressive. And she's going to ask who that fine gentleman was with emphasis on fine. I mean, not like nasty, nasty, just, you know, kind of showing where her interest is. Walked out that door. She's not looking at her lips as she says it. Oh, that was Mr. Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt? Bile? Vander. B Y L. How would you pronounce that? Vanderbilt? I would think Vanderbilt, but maybe. Vanderbilt? Yeah, yeah, that probably works. Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is awfully close to some real rich people too, so you know, just be careful. Uh, that, was Mr. Van, that was Mr. Vanderbilt. Uh, his employer is is one of our larger donors. So was it Vanderbilt who gave uh, um, um, Everlast the eye, or was it uh, Mr. Freeman? Uh, it was Vanderbilt. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. But you know, he looked like an old—he looked like a middle-aged rich guy. So him staring at a college student wouldn't be, or college student-aged person wouldn't have been shocking. <laughs> you know, slap shot noticed that kind of what he assumed. But the architect, she's watched people longer. She she picked up on it. Um. I mean, uh, what's he do for his fortune? When, what's his interest in your organization? Uh, well, Vanderbilt is, like I said, an employee. Uh, uh, his employer... Uh, let's see. He probably wouldn't call him business tycoon, but... Uh, his employer owns, you know, several businesses uh, in, in manufacturing, mostly in manufacture and production and research into or uh, into uh, uh, you know technologies, uh, lots of computer stuff, some genetic research. I think I'm, I'm not much of a science major myself, but. You know, and I know I know at least one of his companies produces a lot of electronics. You know, not so much the the fully developed product, but like pieces that other people use in their products, kind of thing. You know, circuit boards and whatnot. I assume. Uh, but he's been very helpful in helping you know helping uh, IGM you know grow and and you know spread spread the love as it were. 
I'm sure he's a charming, generous man. Yeah, well, I've never actually met his employer, but yes. Uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is... is 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 quite the nice fellow. But uh but anyway, do you have you know, do you have any questions about the organization or or what we do here that you'd like to ask? With so many wealthy donors, um, to to support you spreading the love, I see a lot of a lot of people, a lot of humans in need. He would probably would say that. Well, yes, there are. There's while we get large, you know, while we, while we get large donations from some of our our. Uh, uh, try to leave the blank of the word now. Donors. Donors. Yes, thank you. That's where uh, donations come from. Yes, yes, I know. I also work third shift. Leave me alone. Uh, you know, while we have many donors, and some of them are quite generous, there are just so many people in the world in need. And he does not <laughs> seem not. particularly taken aback by by your throwing the word human in there. But uh, but you said you made yourself look Indian, so he made you be thinking. All right, English may not be his first language. Right. Listen, I'm gonna be uh, honest with you, sir. I've recently had a near death experience, and I've become pretty religious in my my time recently. I was wondering if your organization has. You know, any proof that they're closer to the divine than another organization? <laughs> closer to the divine than another organization. Yes, <laughs> that. I stumbled. I was running out of air. I, I just like the end because it sounds like you're a vampire. <laughs> you're closer to the divine. Um. Well, we, we here at uh, IGM, we don't really... Uh, push or promote any religion over any other. Our purpose is to get people of all faiths to work together, you know, to better society. Uh, while we may disagree on many things, uh, things like helping the poor and helping the sick are pretty universal. And we here just feel we should we should we should focus on uplifting our fellow man. You know, An interesting choice of words. Hmm? Oh, which ones? Uplifting our fellow man. But that's neither here nor there. But, you know, if you're asking for... proof of the deific... Uh, you know, it's it's the divine. You you kind of have to have you know, it's, well, it's a matter of faith in in pretty much all faiths. 
I mean, you have some costume folks running around claiming this or that. Uh, I believe there was a Heracles running around in the Second World War, you know. But it all depends if you just take them at their word or... I see, I see. Yeah, I personally feel such I things, such, such claims should be investigated more closely. Yes, no doubt. <clears throat> the, uh, your goals are, you know, honestly, quite beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. Um, oh, well, thank you. How? <clears throat> I'm honestly kind of new to this donation thing. Uh, help me out. And he, he starts pulling out papers and kind of showing you, you know, how they divide up your money, how you go about donating, the fact that you can donate, you know, in a big chunk, monthly, yearly, uh, even some even some stuff on how you take it off of your taxes, though he said, you know, certainly your accountants can handle that, but he knows some of their donors like to have at least a vague idea of exactly what's going on. Excellent. Do I... Your organization throw events for their donors and get-togethers? Occasionally. We usually have a uh, sort of a Christmas Hanukkah. It, it, we have one in December. Well, fantastic. I'm very interested in donating to your organization on a regular basis. Um, if you could send the needed forms to my lawyers, we can uh, look it over and get it set up as soon as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, he starts gathering some papers. Uh, while this has been going on, what have the rest of you been doing? Uh, you know, Imidon, uh Wolf Witch, and the Architect have all been speaking to this guy. Uh, Slapshot, what have you and what has Everlast been doing? Checking the windows, just looking, making sure nothing's about to bust through and fight me. Okay. Standing perfectly still, not breathing, not blinking. You're in disguise. Do you have your hockey stick with you? I'm I don't going like to say yes. How it's do you have? Let's see here. Uh, a surprise, surprise. You can get a bag check. And a piece of wood in a bag does not go over any detectors. I mean, do they even check bags with private planes? With private planes, a lot of times, no. There's more uh, of this building's check. would be like, uh, why do you have a hockey yeah. stick? Huh, I just realized Slapshot's last name is Freeman, too, huh? Yeah, that's that's why I said when we entered, and they said Freeman, I went, Slapshot quickly opens his wallet, looks at his ID. Oh, that's what that was wallet, about, okay. Puts it back in his pocket. Well, well it's oh, not it's a Freeman. super unusual name, so. No, it's it, it's fairly it's fairly common. You know, I'm looking at your abilities, and I don't see where you actually took the, any kind of limit on it about it being a uh, an object. Oh, no, I haven't. I mean, it, I'm just... I, I was empowered by it. Okay. 
There's nothing, nothing specific, specific that I have to have it around me to do my okay. stuff. It's just more of a thematic thing. I would probably say the strike, since the strike is actually hitting with the weapon. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So you, you, didn't walk, you didn't have to walk in holding the stick, but you didn't walk in defenseless either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that's going to be important, but you know. We know. <laughs> uh, so you've been looking at the windows and, and generally acting like security. Uh, Everlast. Uh, two things. I would um, I probably stay close to uh, Seth and make sure he's uh, feeling okay and not too uh, nervous. Also, uh, does he have any... I, before we got here, I, I, I probably would have thought to ask if he had any, you know, apart from blessing in person, did he have any kind of sensory abilities that could be useful in an investigation? Uh, he can detect magic. Okay. Um, I'd probably ask him if he could detect anything now. And I'd be keeping my eyes on growing up in a mystic order. I might be, like, I might be a little more attuned to or aware of the kind of things that would indicate some kind of mystic uh, organization being around here. Um, so if, I, if there's any kind of awareness where I can make for that, I'd uh, keep my eyes open for that sort of thing as well. Okay, give me an awareness. Well, you can see. Give me an awareness roll earlier. I did already give an awareness roll and, and flubbed it, so that would yeah. account for it. I could still be, like, just overwhelmed by the darkness. Let me roll one for Seth. Okay, he didn't see squad either. Hmm. No, so far neither of you have detected any magic. Okay, but that's what they, he should be preoccupied with. Okay, so that's just kind of what he's keeping an eye out for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, he he you know he gets the name of yeah of uh, the architects. Uh, Lawyers, he'll send the papers over. Uh, and, uh, you know, and he, he he thanks you for your for your donation, uh, even though you haven't really told him how much you're donating yet. But he doesn't he doesn't push too much, you know. Uh, as you as he shows you out of the office, uh, and y'all been in there about. Probably 45 minutes or so. We never got the name of Vanderbilt's employer, did we? Uh, you did not. Uh, as you're leaving, uh, several of the office workers are kind of milling around. Uh, give me an awareness check. Everlast has just never been in, in an office building before. She's just fast. She's seen them on TV, and now she's just fascinated. They do have cubicles. Those look like they'd be dreadful to work in. Actually, basically, it's mostly individual offices in this place. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, you had to be to seven. I think... Yeah, I just got a seven. I didn't beat it. The two harbingers of magic. There have it. Alright, so... Imudon and Slapshot. You know, there's a lot of office workers milling around. Not a big deal. 
you know, yeah, you'd think, you know, surely they'd have something to do, but maybe they're between meetings or something. Uh, Everlast, like I said, is just fascinated by by being in the office. Period. Oh, let me roll one for Seth. Uh, Seth is right there with Slapshot in uh, Imidon. Uh Architect and Wolf Witch. Yes. Uh, you know, it suddenly just strikes you as odd. You've got all these guys hanging around. And they're all men. In fact, you've... Other than the receptionist, the only other woman you've seen was uh, a woman stepping into the other elevator. You know, as y'all came out one elevator, there was a woman stepping into the into the opposite one. And you notice all these guys have the same haircut. Mm. You know, you know I mean, they're built differently. They all look different. Their hair colors are all you know. Their hair is all different colors, but they all got kind of a uniform haircut. I mean, it's just, you know, it's cut short. It's, you know, it's not anything unusual. Nothing super fashionable, but nothing unusual. It's just you realize they're all cut like that. And they're all wearing, I mean, it's business attire, but it's all more or less the same kind of outfit. You know, their khakis are in different shades. But they've all worn pretty much white shirts. You know, it's you wouldn't notice, except there's so many of them milling around that it's 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 giving you a an almost it's giving you this kind of slight village of the damned vibe. Wolf, which will mutter to the group, stay on your toes. This is the place. They're a cult. They will try to kill us. Give me a stealth check to see how quietly you can say that. And that would be a awareness or a coordination roll? That would be, I believe, coordination plus stealth if you've got it. Gotcha. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the mightiest of rolls. And I'm just going to make one roll to see if anybody noticed. Oh no! Uh. Uh. The guy in the office behind you, you know, he hadn't shut his door yet. He's like, Colt? No, what's that? That's a terrible oh, no, no, thing. No, 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 no. Um, my, my cousin is buying a Colt Revolver. C-O-L-T. C-O-L-T. I'm afraid you must have misover misheard of me. Yeah, I apologize for my staff. They're all new. Some of their tenure is going to be very brief. Uh, as you're saying, as you've turned around and talked to him, you're saying that you suddenly see him kind of look, stop focusing on you, kind of look over your shoulder, and kind of goes, oh, and he just shuts the door and you hear him lock it. Oh, ah, God damn it. Crap. <laughs> Standing at the end of the Standing hallway, the say about here, uh, you see a woman dressed in all black. 
Uh, as you turn around, she's pulled something up out of her collar up over this part of her mouth. Hmm. This was it. Pittman? Yeah. Mrs. Pittman. Yes? You and most of your party may leave. We need to speak with the young lady. Yeah, no, she came with us, and she's going to leave with us. Are you certain you wish to stand by that statement? Things could become unfortunate. I'm not going to abandon a child to some weirdo and all. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Start moving towards And all those office workers kind of fill in the hallway on either side of you, so you're kind of pinned in. Uh, from around the corner, probably coming from the elevators, or maybe this, this back room area, you hear the steps of heavy feet. Multiple heavy feet. Uh, almost marching. I mean, they're, they're pretty in sync. And they seem to be coming around kind of from both angles here. Like they, they filed out of wherever and are kind of parting around. And of course, as they round the corner, you see, uh, um, you know, both from both hallways at the end of it, you see several individuals in that golden armor. And that's going to be where we wrap for today because it's just about 4 o'clock. Yep. I had not intended for this to go... You know, another session, but uh, well, you know, we got a late start. We, we got a late start. We sort of drag it out. We got some good role playing with Seth, right? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> that took more time than I had intended, but it's going to be dangling plot threads for later, so it needed to be done. I did not expect yeah, to drag him into your into into a mission on his first day, but oh, well. <laughs> I need some training. Yeah, yeah, you need some training. Come on, we're going into the lines again. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I had fun. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And, you know, we got to play with the personalities of the characters a little more. Yeah. Which is something yeah, I'm going to be sure fun. to do, given how many characters you have. You know, I need to be sure to do that every opportunity we get. But, but anyway, so hopefully we all had fun. Uh, anybody that comes by and watches this later, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll tune in next time. We do this every other week. Uh... Presumably, we will do the haunted again next week to wrap this up, or next session to wrap this up. Uh, if if we have somebody miss, then we'll segue away to one of our random groups of heroes. I think that may become the may become kind of our standard operating procedure. You know, if we're, if we're in the middle of something with one group, we'll just jump to another one if if we have somebody missing. Sounds but anyway, works for us. Again, I've been your been the uh, GM for the day, Jason, and with me has been Mike playing Everlast, Curtis playing Imudon, uh, Anna playing the Architect, Zach playing Wolf Witch, and Taylor playing Slapshot and briefly. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.